0: Are you ready? Yes, I am. Let's take a walk.
1: Welcome to two redheads. Walk into a podcast. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. Does technology make you crazy? Are you overwhelmed with all the apps you have on your phone? Have you been so upset that you wanted to throw your computer phone or other piece of equipment across the room in a world where technology permeates our daily life? How do you turn off the rage after an hour on the phone with an unhelpful help desk? Today we'll give you some helpful hacks so you don't have to cry for the long forgotten days of pen and paper and a three channel television. Step right up because
0: here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon or good evening, wherever you're listening in the world. Hello Dallas.
1: Hello. That sounded a little ominous. (laughs) No, just one of those days, you know. I completely get it. And I have a feeling it has a little bit to do with the weather. I'm at least getting spring, kind of springing here. But Uh, I understand y'all have been getting some more snow and I know the Northeast got nailed. Well, we might get some tonight. I'm not sure.
0: But yesterday was like sunny and 65, I think. Oh, nice. So I'm at least getting a little sunshine, but it looks like that's gonna go away and it'll be back to my
1: seasonal, I don't know what that thing, term is called. Seasonal affective disorder?
0: Yeah, seasonal affective disorder, thank you.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: Well,
1: is what yeah, it is, it, I suppose. It was It was so fun when I was talking to Kat and she was from Philadelphia, which you, know, you and I yeah. spent some time there and she loves. So we got to talking about the weather and she, didn't have as much problem with the snow, but she's got more problem with the snow out here. <laughs> really? Yeah. She's like, you know, I expected it out there, but out here, it's just not as common to have that unless they're, you know, in certain areas of Washington up in the mountains or whatever. So, right. But yeah, she's like, I want the snow to be gone. I'm like, yeah, I kind of am more of a fall and winter girl. Because I'm so pale. I mean, I can't really go out in the sunshine very often without, you know, SPF 5,000.
0: Okay, you need to wear that year round, not just spring and summer.
1: Those rays will get you through the clouds. Oh, they'll get you. They'll get you on the ski slopes. They'll get you. They'll get you.
0: But yeah, slather me up and give me spring and summer. I don't even need direct sunlight. I just need it to be light around me. (laughs) Gotcha. That does make sense. And it doesn't help that the way my house and the windows are arranged, that I don't get a lot of sunlight at certain times of the day when I need it. I need no. to move.
1: <laughs> I need to move. I need better windows. You need some you need some more southern facing windows or something like that. Something like that. But well, that's neither have...
0: here nor there. Because right. today we're just gonna be mad at we're today we're just gonna be mad anyway. We're just gonna be mad. I think that yes, that does doesn't matter if it's winter
1: or summer, we're going to be <laughs> mad today. <laughs> because technology is evergreen and everywhere. Oh God. You know what? I was
0: even realizing this morning in my car, like all I wanted to do was change the song. Mm-hmm. And I was having to, no, I had to plug in my, fu- my phone. So I would have what car play, whatever that thing is that my husband said, no, you have to wait till the 2022s come out so you can get the Apple CarPlay or whatever. <laughs> like, and now I still don't know how to use it. And I've had this car a year. So I'm like trying to plug my phone in, get to my playlist, pressing the button on the steering wheel that I can talk to the robot, just telling them to play my song. And then they don't even play the song for my playlist. They're fine. It's like, I found this on Apple radio. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> just trying to come home, listen to one song. I have to get in an argument with the car <laughs> robot <laughs> lady.
1: And that is so prevalent, especially with the new advances and AI. Uh, it's getting ridiculous. Oh my we're god. Talking to machinery. I don't I don't like it. No, and nobody does. So, but we're still moving forward with it. We're still well, allowing I think these a lot companies of companies to push this stuff forward with it. I and think I just, a
0: lot of people do like it. The the ugh. What are they? What is it Gen Z? I don't know what we're up I, to right now. What, yeah,
1: Gen what, Z. What generation are we up to? The snowflakes? I don't, I
0: don't know. The people who are calling 29-year-olds on TikTok old. That was an actual article oh, I read. Oh, really? <laughs> I actually read that yesterday. People on TikTok are going, oh my gosh, you look so good for your age. And the woman was 29. Wow. So That's whatever crazy. that generation is, that oh, okay. young generation well, that can figure TikTok out the minute they open the app and download it. They've grown up with that, they, they know it, but I feel like we're in that area of, mm-hmm. it was just before us, and now it's like kind of just after us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you didn't get in on the ground level, you just don't know. Like I'm lost every day.
1: <laughs> and I'm in IT and I just, it just frustrates me. All of it just is completely frustrating because I can see how impactful it is on productivity. In a negative sense, all of this failing technology that's being allowed to go out to the public is being used in these companies as well. And it just, you know, if we're not going to be setting standards and then not giving the appropriate help, you know, this problem is just going to escalate. And we'll get into it a little bit later as to how (laughs) prevalent and impactful it really is. I mean, it really Eye opening, and yeah, it should totally. be to companies as well. Yeah. As the amount of time that your employees are wasting on bad tech and then not getting the help that they need to be able to get it fixed. And you can't escape it.
0: Nope. If you're living in a modern country, you cannot escape it because, like, down to your dishwasher, your microwave, <laughs> your light switches, your air conditioner, your house alarm. Yes. You can't escape it. Everything is supposed to be smart. And I'm like, that is not smart. Totally not. So before we get too farther into our anger, yes, exactly, should we go ahead and get okay, the rapid fire? If, if everybody fire? can
1: hear the anger building already.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. If, if you're not on Patreon, get on Patreon so you can see our faces during this because we are
1: just like Absolutely. anger face. Rage face. This is Red Dallas. I mean, by the end of this episode, I will be Red Dallas and yeah. talking about all of this crap. All
0: right. Stop. Let's go ahead and do these questions.
1: <laughs> yes, let's. All right. How much tech do you think you use in a day? I'm gonna have to go with percentages of my day that tech is involved. Okay. And I will say, it's 100%. Okay. It is from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, there is some kind of tech that I am having to use. I mean, as you said, it's in everything now. Mm -hmm. It's, of course, it's your microwave, but that's been around forever. It's in your dishwasher. It's in your... it's in your sink. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I mean for me I brought this on myself. It's in my shower. Yes, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. It's in my shower in a very good way. But I have tech for my shower that you know I program in temperature mm-hmm. and the you know time and the and then I go to sleep with tech with my oh, sound machine and my other things. So it is morning to night and I would absolutely say it is a good 90% And I would even say it's probably closer to 98, 99% of the day.
0: See, I got to go a little lower than that because sometimes, and I'm not counting certain things, like I'm not counting the the electrical switch that turns on my fireplace, No, and I'm not counting electricity and opening the fridge. But I think I'm probably still at 75%, either trying to figure out the remote for the TV, trying to figure out how to get something (laughs) up on my laptop, how to do something on my phone. Setting the hot, the hot tub settings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm
1: up there too. And uh, I didn't realize it until I had to think about it. Pretty crazy as yeah. to how much is right there. And then how much you have to upkeep. Oh gosh. You know, it's not just about the amount of tech that you have, but it's the amount of upkeep that Which, you have to do.
0: And that brings us to the next question. How many times a day do you have issues or problems with
1: Aforementioned tech, at least twice a day, something mm-hmm. fails. The other day, you know, the search engine that is basically rules the world, and yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> the it was a basic thing too, and it was just so frustrating. You got to be kidding right. me! One of their their main pages for one of their main functions was mm-hmm. not up. It was like. You got to be
0: kidding me. (laughs) I probably have more than that because I actually don't know how to do stuff. You know, you can get somewhere and something doesn't come up and you're like, okay, just do this and this and this. But I just, the world stops when I have a problem with it, you know, and I'm like, what do I do here? For example, my phone every, for the last three days, it says, I'll read it right now. Software update tonight. Whatever, I, whatever version is available and will be installed later tonight. It said that for the last four nights <laughs> or four days. And my phone's plugged in when I go to bed and it's never updated in the morning. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And then it just keeps coming up as an alert. So it won't get out of my face.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, Stop it. I don't care. Go yeah. away it's it's so crazy because that's another thing that that really disrupts productivity for a lot of people in their day is because you're seeing all of these alerts as well yeah what i was saying earlier about the maintenance you know your phone has to be updated and then your clock has to be updated and your it's all of this stuff has to continually go through these upgrades and then things break with the upgrade and then you're and having then to everything
0: fast. has to be connected.
1: Oh, oh right. my
0: freaking heck. Trying oh, to yeah. keep my language to, to PG. My phone has to be connected to my MacBook. My MacBook has to be connected to my iPad. My iPad has to be connected to my I call them iPods, but they're airpod AirPods. Yeah. And if one of them's not working, you know, I'll get some random FaceTime call on my MacBook. I'm like, why is this not coming through on my phone? Right. I don't want to talk to someone and sit down. I want to, you know, walk around and be on my phone, or exactly, or I'll, I'll try to log into an email, and I know it'll like look at my face on my phone and log me in, but I can't get to it on my Mac on my my MacBook, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm gonna run away. And then our last question: How do we currently deal with tech rage? I throw a tantrum like a toddler, honest to goodness, and also. I then ignore it until it goes away or my husband gets mad at me enough that I'm always complaining about this didn't update, this didn't update, that he'll just be like, this is how you do it. He's like, it's it's developed so it's
1: idiot proof. And I'm like, apparently I'm the idiot who can prove that wrong. <laughs> he encounters all kinds of those types of issues with technology as well. That you don't have to call a help desk, an unhelpful yes. help desk. Yes. To be able to get some of that done. Right. Yeah. But then then he does get mad. Or not mad. He gets frustrated because I'm always coming to him with my problems. Well, and again, he's probably getting frustrated because he's got to handle that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a level of frustration that's already built with him because of tech crap that he's having to deal with. Or mm-hmm. is that still under our PG rating? And then, you know, on <laughs> top of it, I don't even know what's allowed anymore. So <laughs> then on top of it, you know, you are coming to him with the other stuff. I get frustrated with my family as well, because a lot of times I've been used as the family help desk. You know, I'm going to admit this- that I probably
0: use you the same way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, can you just can do you this for me do? really quick? Yes. And I'm like... I can do that. You just have to tell me how.
1: Yeah, so it's it can be a little overwhelming. I mean, on top of everything else you have to do, and, and this is one of those things with time management that it's almost becoming now a recurring task. Mm-hmm. It happens so often. I'm almost having to put it in my schedule as once a week, I'm gonna have to deal with tech stuff. And yeah. I wanna use a much stronger word. <laughs> and maybe that's one of the things we'll start doing on Patreon. Patreon will be the R-rated version. Yes. <laughs> our live we'll just version. We'll just put little bleeps. Okay. Over yes, it. exactly. Bye. Our PG-13 version online okay. will just have bleeps for words we don't even know if they're foul or not anymore. Right. But anyway, and <laughs> yeah, and I tell you, the tech rage can get so bad that I just... Oh man, the other day I really did want to throw my laptop out the window. But let's get back to what is the definition of tech rage. First, there's not a a standard version of tech rage. I it hasn't, as far as I've seen so far, hit the Merriam-Webster or anything like that. But so we had to go to Urban Dictionary for the actual definition. So take it with a grain of salt. But tech rage is an overwhelming emotion caused by frustration with one or more technological devices. For example, computers, smartphones, remotes, plug types for chargers, printers, AirPods, (laughs) the car,
0: the car. (laughs) Seriously, the car. I'm driving (laughs) and I want to know something. My HVAC system.
1: I mean, my God,
0: that was crazy. I love the way like, I can't ask a question to my car. I'll be, my son will ask me a question. I'm like, I don't know. I'm I'm driving. I can't Google it. So I try to ask my car and sometimes she'll say, I found this. This is the answer, blah, blah, blah about, I don't know, the moon. And other times she's like, I cannot use Google while you are driving. Like, why can't you use Google? I'm not trying to use (laughs) it. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm not asking you to like Turn a movie
1: on that I get distracted. Why can't you just tell me exactly? Just tell me what I want to know. Why are you making a decision on what is appropriate on driving on that? The whole idea for you being able to answer the question. And then there's I can't look it up right right. now.
0: Right. And then there's the whole other 50% of the buttons in the car that I don't know what they do. They're there (laughs) to make my life easier somehow, but. Apparently, I'm still driving around like I'm in a, I, I don't know, some kind of 70s Chevelle <laughs> with n- no tack whatsoever. Cause I don't know how to turn, I don't know how to do anything in mm-hmm. my car. And when I ask my car, it still doesn't tell me. <laughs> yeah. Even the car doesn't know how the car works.
1: No. Yes. They, it, it's, the, it, it oh is, my gosh. It's just too complicated for the car to understand how it is is created. Oh, uh, and don't get me started on apps. Oh, apps. Ugh. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to because, you know, every time you you have to go through an upgrade with your smartphone, then all oh. of a sudden there are some apps that work and some apps that don't. And then you got to yes. download the new ones. And then you got to hope that they work or that they, you know, weren't discontinued or something like that. It's like, wait a minute. I didn't even get noticed that I'm not even going to be able to get into this app anymore. Yeah. And or get like the information out phone, that I needed.
0: Or you switch a phone and all of a sudden you have to repurchase <sighs> the app. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, excuse me. No, I already paid you for the app. Right. And then I'm asking, you know, the guy at the store or again, my husband, they're like, I don't know. Right.
1: Or I don't know. Because again, just that app, and, you
0: just give up. Well, for, for $2.99, is it really that much trouble that I'm going to go back to the Apple store and demand him, I'll, I'll go all carrot on him and demand my app back for free? No, it's not worth my sanity. Right. So I have a little fit, and then I don't get the app, and then every time I need the app, I seethe and suffer mm-hmm. in silence. Say, so, "Oh shit, I have that damn app back!" But I will not buy it on principle that well, I already not bought good it
1: once. Psychologically,
0: but there yeah. are many instances of stupid tech rage, though.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, we had one the other day, just for report recording the podcast. If you remember. I would had to reconnect my mic, which we've used for the entirety of the podcast so far, but I had to reconnect it after the the onsite interview with Dandelion Tea House, which was awesome. And then suddenly I couldn't get the mic to work. And of course you had the better idea. We should have recorded me tech raging about the mic not being able to get plugged in properly. I swear we should just always have us on record. Oh, we should. Bonus material. Absolutely. So much bonus material because, yeah, that was yet another of those stupid tech rage incidents. You got to be kidding me. That just that one thing, that one difference between day one and day two, and suddenly one of the drivers wasn't working, and I had to go download everything again, and I had to go out just, uh, (laughs) ah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting red, Dallas, just thinking about it. But yeah, I mean, there's other stupid tech rage stuff. Like the other day, I was talking to my stepmother and she got stuck for 30 minutes in a parking garage in the line to get out because some person didn't use the automated machine. So they were trying to pay yeah. at the actual exit and, and couldn't get the tech to work. Let me guess, there was no person there anymore. There was no person there anymore. And there was nobody to call. And there was nobody, to, I mean, there was just nothing to do. And so, mm-hmm. and of course, then, you know, there's a big line piled up behind this person trying to get everybody coordinated to back up, to try to get this guy out so and that they you can know, actually get no through No matter the what
0: the problem was, he felt like complete and utter crap because he's feeling the distress or whatever of the people behind him. So that's extra, just not only tech rage, then just like, oh my God, I'm holding up this line, embarrassment,
1: mm-hmm. inner frustration. It's, oh, yeah. It's overwhelming. It's just rage, rage on top of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, and then I was on a call with Sema, if you remember Seema Khan from our, our interview on patient advocacy, episode 15, we were on with another doctor the other day and oh <laughs> my God, I wanted to volunteer to be the IT person for this doctor because it was so monumentally bad. It took us forever to connect and she was using Skype. Oh, man. We couldn't get that to work. And then once her video came up and everything else, I mean, her video kept cutting out, her audio kept cutting out. So who knows if it was her internet connection, who knows Mm -hmm. if it was, who knows what it was. Right. But the entire meeting was such a pain because we couldn't understand her. I mean, she was having to repeat herself all the time. So, what should have been a 15 minute call turns into an hour. Yep. And I'm like, well, there's 45 minutes out of my day. And that's what I was saying with time management. Life happens. Yeah. So, thank God I had my buffers around that task because seriously, that's four times as long. Yeah. Because of tech. And I think you had, what was your example the other day? I mean, oh, <laughs> we've gosh. already had the fun example of the
0: car. Yeah. Oh my! I don't oof. name one. Pick pick any. Pick
1: anything <laughs> in my house, and I'll, it'll be fine. My favorite story recently, though, with just stupid tech rage incidents. You know, outside of the stuff that we've encountered on a daily basis, that other people encounter on a daily basis as well. But supposedly, a guy got so pissed off at his computer that he actually took it outside and shot it. I love that. He got a ticket for it. <laughs> but I was
0: seriously considering it the other day. Do you know what, though? That was that was something like that was in the movie Office Space. And right. if you're too mm-hmm. young for Office Space, just go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. Yeah, go back and watch it. <laughs> I don't know if it was the fax machine or the copier, but they took it outside. It was the printer. The printer, okay. Which, you know,
1: all in one. And this
0: yes. music going, and they're like, Slow motion with a baseball bats, and they're just each taking turns with it, killing this. Uh, excuse me, unaliving yes. the printer.
1: <laughs> yes, it was
0: like an iconic and, scene, and I think everyone feels that at some point, almost Absolutely. every day. I just don't throw my phone across the room because if I break it, I my husband's not gonna pay for a new one, right? <laughs> Otherwise, I would totally be doing the same thing. Oh, the other day you were having trouble
1: with um, two-factor authentication, right? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the bane of existence at this point. I just uh, rawr rawr. I,
0: I I understand they want to protect me, but quite honestly, I don't have enough in my life for anyone to want to identity theft me. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get a closet full of clothes. And I don't know, some romance novels or something. I mean, you are I don't know what you think you're going to get from me. That there's like so protective of me getting into a website to buy makeup. We have to make sure this is you. It's like We're going to send you a text. Okay, now that you've got this text, get back in there and put in this code. Okay, now that we've got this, we're going to send you an email. And then you click on that email and then you can get in. And maybe, just maybe,
1: you can purchase oh, No, it. then you go through the...
0: I'm not a robot. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> Let me just take my time to click all the traffic lights in the in the cube so I as a person can convince my computer that I am not a computer. I love that one. Or the best the bicycles. And then somehow you get it wrong. <laughs> And I'm like, I know what a bicycle looks like. I've looked at this closely. And then you have to do it again. Yes. Yes. Oh my, I, I, it's like this horrible puzzle that you have to get through just to do anything. And I don't like
1: puzzles. <laughs> See, and I like puzzles. I like fun puzzles. Frustrating. I like fun puzzles. Again, IT background and I like puzzles and it's frustrating the crap out of me. On How many fire hydrants bases. do I have to click on? I know to prove that I'm not a robot. <laughs> to <laughs> to prove the robot. A robot that you're not. To a the robot. robot,
0: yes. Oh yep. God, yeah. Uh.
1: So there are some companies in particular that their IT is so bad, <laughs> <laughs> and and it's all over Reddit, and it's all over. I mean, you can find it. Yes, you know who they are. Yes. <clears throat> One cable company in particular is at the top of my list and had to change their name because of the ways that we were changing their names to reflect how bad they were with a monopoly. But anyway, we're not going to rage about specific companies and call it out. As I said, again, you can look across all kinds of social media to really find that. But you can hear us rage about specific companies on our list if you sign up for our Patreon. Yes. Join us for a live one on one session. We have them each month, and you can just complain. <laughs> and we'll us. listen and complain with you. And we will and, be
0: indignant for you.
1: Yes, exactly. And then we'll help you work on getting past it. You know, how do we deal with this amount of tech rage? That might be you.
0: I'll be the commiserator and you can be the here's how you get over it because
1: I don't get over things and I'll be the calming influence. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. That's how we'll have to that's how we'll have to do that.
1: That's how we'll have to do that. But but I got to say, Lori, when I was doing the research for this, I, as I alluded to earlier, I there have been some studies on how much this constant battle with technology is affecting our ability to get work done. And when I pulled up these surveys, I was actually really blown away. I mean, I had an idea right. how much time and effort, but the reality of it from some of these surveys was astronomical. I couldn't I couldn't even fathom it. So, what I can say is that That tech, which is meant to improve and speed up our lives for the better. (laughs) bullshit. Yeah, exactly. When tech goes wrong, it's just a major killer of productivity. So according to a survey connected by Robert Half Technology, and I will preface this with back in 2016. Oh gosh. Before COVID, before we became even more technologically dependent. The survey they conducted, workers spend approximately 22 minutes a day getting their tech to work. Now, that may not seem like a lot, right? You may seem like, Dallas, you're making a mountain out of a molehill here. Okay, but let's do the math. 22 minutes a day turns into almost two hours in a 40-hour work week. And again, still doesn't seem like a lot, but hey, that's two meetings right there. or for people who are good at their time management and their project management, that's time for a meeting and your preparation and follow-up to the meeting. But I'll get into that one a little bit later. So ultimately though, that two hours a week turns into 104 hours for the year. And by the way, 104 hours in a year, that's almost three weeks of work. It's two and a half weeks, but Mm -hmm. that we are spending screwing around with technology and trying to get it to work. Mm -hmm. To be able to actually do our work. You're better off send somebody on vacation. Not just do our work, but just to live. (laughs) Just to live now. Yeah, exactly. You you literally cannot live without all the technology. That is completely true. Because again, that is just based on work week calculation. I'm not including our tech rage
0: on the weekends. Yep. Or when you have like special projects going on. Like my husband wants to install a new gaming system or this one I love because it forces more tech on me. My son has to use specific tech and software for school. For his robotics, he needs to have certain apps that he can communicate, not just regular messenger or iMessage or whatever, but like some type of like Snapchat app. And I don't, I should be the one deciding when he gets social media apps and mm-hmm. i consider snapchat a social media app i don't mm-hmm. i don't know if it truly is but it's a version of that and he has to have it so they've forced more tech on me oh yeah speaking of forcing tech on me <laughs> can we just go back 3 years uh, to friday uh, yes. the 13th <laughs> 2020 when tech was forced on everyone <laughs>
1: And I got to say, I mean, this was the majority of calls that I had with you during that time frame were you raging about this. Okay. So if you had a job, unless you're a first responder
0: or the essential employee that (laughs) still had to go, you were told, stay home. Mm -hmm. Kids were told, stay home. We were all told, stay home unless you can't. And we were all told, we're going to have to figure out how to do this remotely that became my trigger word remote remote learning remote working remote everything Mm -hmm. and the schools were not prepared they did the best they could i mean obviously right obviously they tried and then the next year i kept my kids home that second year Mm -hmm. again i have an autoimmune disease i had to be a little bit more careful than other people right kept my kids home so we had a year and a half of homeschooling or distance learning remote learning i'm not (laughs) even sure what i try to block it out of my mind that is going to go
1: into the dictionary of curse words from right remote (laughs) right with all the other devastation that COVID brought
0: obviously this was a small thing and when you have kids they don't understand quite what's going on, no matter what age they are. They're all about how it impacts me. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, you're all about how your children's lives are impacting you. So they're in different schools. They have different programs. I have to to unenroll them from school, get them enrolled in school and get this technology, this program from this school, this from that, I have to go to the district to get an iPad because they have to use the iPad district. The other one, they need some sort of MacBook or Chromebook or laptop or something. <laughs> and the kids don't understand. Right. They, they're they just like, I can't see my friend. That's what they know. They know they can't see their friends and they have to be on the computer maybe two mm-hmm. hours a day. And they were even getting frustrated because they're afraid. Mommy, if I don't show up, I'm going to get in trouble. I have to be on my meeting. And, oh, my gosh, to hear that out of my little first-grader's mouth
1: Mm
0: -hmm. that he thinks he's going to get in trouble because mommy
1: can't figure out the technology. Wasn't there a time, too, when he couldn't, you guys couldn't figure out how to submit one of his homework assignments or something, and he was freaking out? Yeah, so we couldn't get
0: the homework submitted, and I'm telling him, it's like, it's okay, sweetie. At the time, I had his teacher's (laughs) phone number. I was a... Uh, mm-hmm. the room mom, and I I was texting the teacher. We we were friends outside of school. And I'm like, let, let me just text him and see what he says. And everything's fine. But they're just like, they don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. Right. I was directing other parents because he's like, cool, can I send them to you? I'm trying to teach. Can I send them to you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, of course, you know, I'm here. I'm only dealing with right with two kids. Okay. I, I can do this because yeah. I, I, someone had to do it. So mm-hmm. I was helping the other parents with it. And me, I'm not tech savvy. Yeah. So basically I was just saying, don't worry about it. I I was honestly just there to reassure them. Don't worry about it. I don't want to make a joke of it, but there is a little
1: PTSD there. There can be. I mean, it was a very traumatic event. You know, we're talking about a a major change in lifestyle and in that then have to become even more reliant on a technology you don't feel comfortable with. You don't you know, understand, a and you don't want. Exactly, it's tough. It was a it was a tough situation for a lot of parents, for a, a lot of kids, to be able to get that. And you had said earlier, you know, about the TikTok generation. I think that's probably what they're going to end up getting called. Um, yeah. you know, where they think thirty is old. Twenty nine. Twenty nine is old. But yeah, you were saying how they just, you know, they open TikTok and they know exactly what to do. Not all kids are good with technology. Some are, some aren't. It's like other skills. Some adapt very quickly and it's easy for them and some don't. Mm -hmm. So in those households, at least you had some kids who are techno-savvy. Yes. right. Yes, They They can adapt to that type of stuff easily, but still we're encountering difficulties. Feel for the parents and the kids who didn't have that.
0: Well, let me tell you, that is all inherited from their father because I seriously need to nap after just changing a password <laughs> on a certain website. That stresses me out to the point that I need to take a break. It so really does. I was I was not too helpful aside from <laughs> reassuring my children and saying, it doesn't matter. We're all in this together. <laughs> but yeah. So they got it from their dad.
1: <laughs> Which is good. Um, but I would also have to say that what you brought up earlier about major psychological effects of that technology kind of shift mm-hmm. or that we had to to do during COVID, there's a couple of other things that are now where we need to do more studies in is to how this much reliance on technology is causing changes in our brain. Or does it? And that's, that's that's part of where the science is a little lacking right now. We haven't definitively proved one way or another how all of this technology is is affecting the brain. I imagine we won't the have brain.
0: answers for that for
1: five, 10, 15 years after all this. Mm-hmm. But there's a great article in Scientific America from 2018 that delves into this question, right? studies are showing both a decline in memory and an increase in memory function hmm. because of this dependence on technology. And so, and of course, <laughs> that all depends on who is sponsoring the study, right? The tech right. industry and video games sponsoring some of these surveys will definitely say, no, technology is brilliant and it's doing all kinds of great things to improve memory. (laughs) Have more of it in your life. Exactly. You know, there are apps on your phone to increase your brain functioning and your cognitive ability and (sighs) all of that stuff. And then, of course, some of the independent research is showing "Eh, (laughs) it does nothing to improve your memory or cognitive function or anything. And it's having other very negative effects. So... I do agree with the statement in the article that said we are committing less to memory. We used to have to have all of this information in our head to be able to be accessible when we needed it. Before, I mean, you and I were talking in our library episode about encyclopedias, I miss encyclopedias. Yes. The feel. And you had to get hat. a new one like every five years, a whole new set because so know, much has changed big set of books and you had to be able to store them. And it was awesome. I loved those, but we're not committing as much to memory. And in fact, a lot of what I've seen is the change in learning and development over the past years is we have had to change our way that we are training because committing those things to memory is not something that people necessarily need to do. Mm -hmm. What we need to be training them to now is how can they as quickly as possible access the information they need to get to. Yeah. Instead of from their memory, how do they use the website? How do they get to that? How do they get past the AI bot to be able to get to what they need? But then I have to ask, how much have we actually stopped using our memory? Because do you know the phone numbers of your best friends without looking them up on your phone? Absolutely not. Right? I don't know my husband's phone number. (laughs) But then I have to remember... Well, even when we had the old fashioned phones with the little curly cords and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I still had a phone book. Yeah. You know, I didn't know everybody's number. Right. I mean, I knew more people's number, mm-hmm. you know, off the top of my yep. head, but I still had an address book that I had to go through. So how much are we actually shifting in that section of memory?
0: We're also getting to a point in our lives where you and I <laughs> dealing with brain fog, all the time <laughs> we we don't have the memories we used to no definitely not so it is helpful in that way but seriously when i'm filling out forms at a doctor's office and they're like okay let's fill in your you we need this this doctor's address and phone number i gotta google that right there if they don't have good reception in the office i'm, I'm mm-hmm. screwed oh we need your emergency contact info whoops I, I don't, I gotta, I gotta look at my phone. You know, they're asking me these questions. And Mm -hmm. used to be, I knew that, don't know Mm -hmm. it anymore.
1: Yeah. And there's another great article too. And we'll put it up on our, uh, link to it up on our website where they're talking about how technology is increasing our anxiety, right? Because it's not just about the rage that (laughs) it's a whole lot of rage. (laughs) that we're getting with technology, but it's also the anxiety. Mm-hmm. This this article brought up a really interesting point about... You were talking about your little one earlier. He couldn't, you know, get onto his meeting during the COVID at home schooling and stuff like that, and he couldn't get his homework in. That type of anxiety, it's... We are insulating people from dealing with the small things. Mm-hmm. And so when big issues come around, they don't know what to do. And that's creating a lot of this anxiety in our society as well. You know, not only that, but the social media, they're saying teenage girls are now more anxious than ever. Because, you know, you're in the public spotlight all of the time with the social media and everything else. So between all of these different things, we've got to say, is technology really worth it? Well, I think to
0: answer that, we need to, each person, I guess, needs to decide what's technology to them. Because there are people who can basically not have email, have just a home phone, go get a newspaper, drive a normal car. still have electricity, have all the conveniences, but they don't have just all that extra tech on them. They read a regular book. They don't read a Kindle they'll go out and actually go to every store to buy things. They won't purchase things online. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to decide where your limit is of what's technology. I know it's all technology, electricity. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I love electricity. Uh, seriously, when our power goes out for like two hours, I feel like I'm like gonna go back to the Regency ages of an oil lamp <laughs> and roam the halls. And <laughs> Yes, I-, I shall write a letter to mother. Call the Pony Express. That's how dependent we are on it. And that's fine. It's honestly, it's just the more involved, smaller things which are made to be conveniences that become inconveniences. And I'm not talking about, again, not people's jobs that you need to work on this program. That's a whole
1: nother story. For me, I'm just talking about basic technology. I think you have a good point there. It really is to each individual, how much tech do you really need? Well, we've raged a lot about technology here, but really we're all about helping make life a little bit easier. So the question is, what do you do when you're faced with yet another piece of technology that doesn't work or doesn't work the way it should? So there are a couple of different things that work for us that we'd like to share with you. And then a couple of things that we found as far as research as well that could help you deal with some of this, well, (laughs) this ever-present tech rage. So Lori, I'm sure the first one you've heard me say a couple of times. Yes. Especially when you were dealing with your ever-present COVID remote learning Mm -hmm. issue was to take three deep breaths. Breathe in from your diaphragm. Really just take a moment to pause which you kind of talked about earlier, you take a step back or you have to take a nap (laughs) after you log into some of those those sites. The struggle is so real. So real. So real. Some of the other techniques are the same techniques you would use for basic anger management. So one of the ones that I know that you had mentioned in the past that you use is journaling. So Mm -hmm. write it out. If you are just, absolutely as angry as possible write it down
0: and either mail it to the person that's bothering you (laughs) or the company that's bothering you or then rip it up in a couple days
1: i would try to stay away from mailing that type of stuff especially emailing that type of stuff to the you know oh emailing gets company you are angry with but yeah write it out and you can see a lot of people doing that on social media on reddit on twitter on on some of the other outlets that are yeah. out there. Yeah. So, write it out. It's a simple way to do it. Just get it out. And and writing it versus verbalizing it really does give you that other sensory piece, right? It gives you something physical to do, which can burn off a lot of that extra energy that you're feeling yeah. when you've it's got that rage as well. Mm-hmm. It distracts you from what's actually bothering you for a little bit. For a little bit, anyway. Exactly, yeah. and then. Wad it up and burn it. Get it away from you. Once it's done, get it away. Put it through the shredder. That'll give you a little bit of of closure to it as well. So, another thing, along with those deep, deep breaths, and I said a little bit earlier, take time out. Just back off. Walk away. Shut it down. Exactly. Don't look at it. Don't think. Try not to think about it. (laughs) Go play with another piece of tech and see how that one can screw up. Yeah, But, you know, just back away from the tech for a while. Go and look. For me, one of the best things I have is I have this brilliant backyard that backs up to a green space. And so, if it gets really bad, I just go out on my patio and there is no tech on my patio. And there is no tech in my backyard. I thought you were going somewhere totally different
0: with that. Where where I thought for sure you were going to say, you go outside and you scream.
1: I think that would scare my neighbors. (laughs) That's what I was waiting for. No, no, just go out and I just look at nature. For me, that is calming and there's no tech out there. You know, it's just get back to basics kind of thing. So you can also do what Lori did (laughs) during COVID. Talk to a friend, right? Call up your friend, rage with your friend. Or as we said... Sign up for our Patreon group and you know you can join us once a month for our one-on-one sections and rage with us. Rage rage with us. We don't mind. <laughs> and if that friend happens
0: to know how to fix your problem, even better. Even although better. if they do it for a living, I don't recommend calling them up every time you have a problem.
1: Yeah. But it's the one off moment.
0: time, I'm sure any friend is willing to help, but. You know, don't be calling them up three, four times a week with tech issues.
1: <laughs> exactly. That can get overwhelming. That was what was overwhelming for me with my family calling. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, I'm dealing with this constantly. That is my work week. Right. And then on my weekend, all you want to do is call me with others. I'm yeah. like, I don't have the extra energy for that. Mm-hmm. Love you. <laughs> Love you by click. Love you, click. <laughs> or Or decline. <laughs> End. <laughs> Right, right. Don't even pick it up. (laughs) Go straight to voicemail. So there are some of the basic anger management techniques that work to deal with your tech rage as well. Or of course, you can try our mini meditations on our Etsy store if you'd like to. um, That might help you as well. Calm down from some of this stuff. Now, Lori, what are some of the other ways, or techniques that you deal with anger management or you deal with your tech rage?
0: I think... One of the best things to do is limit the amount of tech that you feel you need in your life. For example, if you get a brand new phone and you've got a old iPad that doesn't do anything your phone doesn't do, and it's always giving you problems and is always having glitches, then do you know what? Maybe think about throwing that away or donating it to someone who doesn't have anything at all. Mm-hmm. Or give it to your library, recycle it at an electronics recycling center. Do you need both of them? Kind of mm-hmm. just think of it that way. Obviously, yeah. it's nice to have something different for each thing you do, but if you don't need it, then hey, rethink that old iPad. Or do you really need the phone that you had before the current phone mm-hmm. that you're ha- yeah? <laughs> what are you saving it for? Do you just play games on it? Is it is it just is it outdated mm-hmm. and yeah. if you can get rid of it great get rid of it even things like you know you see those electric foot massage gadgets that you always get what is it is it sharper image mm-hmm. always send to you the their little catalog in the mail <laughs> yeah yes. and i love looking through it but mm-hmm. just think that is a catalog full of gadgets that you could possibly get
1: that will then just break on you <laughs> Or give you more Tech Rage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the whole catalog of Tech Rage yet to come. Instead
0: of getting that that massager that you hold around the back of your neck or whatever, ask your spouse, significant other, or a good friend. Say, hey, I've got some knots in my shoulders. Can you
1: help? hmm or, or find a good massage therapist.
0: Yes. Or get just a baseball or, or a, I think they actually recommend a golf ball or a... Mm-hmm. Tennis ball yeah the the one the one that it it won't collapse when you squeeze it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like just lay on the floor and roll that around does it need to be plugged in and and Mm -hmm. vibrating on your neck no roll around use it like a foam rolling ball
1: so another thing is as you're starting to deal with more of the technology especially the ones online watch out for bots this is the scourge of our generation ai is getting really good And unfortunately, that means that more companies are turning to this abomination for their customer service. It's, as I said, getting a little bit harder to identify them. But if you're identifying a bot right off the bat, ask to talk to a supervisor immediately. Don't even deal with the bot. You will not be a Karen if you
0: ask for a supervisor. You will not, exactly. This isn't the case of, let me speak to your manager. This is just a case of, Get me a human.
1: Uh-huh. Exactly. That knows something. Going back to what you said earlier too. Yes, you are going to be asking a machine to connect you with a human.
0: I literally <sighs> will call a pharmacy, an office, anything. And they don't have what I need on there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just scream in the phone, representative, customer service, hoping that it'll just let me redirect your call. Something that I scream at it might trigger something. Right. Because exactly. I don't want directions in Spanish. I don't want <laughs> your hours. I don't right. want press three for your address. No, I just want a person.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then my
0: husband comes in. He's like, who are you talking to? Nobody. <laughs> That's the problem. <gasps> I'm screaming, screaming at nobody. nobody. <laughs> I was screaming in the phone, hoping someone would find me,
1: <laughs> but they never did. Screaming into the wind. Yes. It's all crazy, but with that in mind, we do have a challenge for this week, which is pretty simple. Take a break from tech. See how long you can actually turn it all off. I don't mean like the electricity because Lori is never gonna do that. She loves her electricity. No, no, we're not saying
0: go out and little house
1: yourself. Yes.
0: (laughs) Just detach from devices that you can. Maybe pick up a printed book instead of your tablet. Maybe Mm -hmm. don't watch that TV show or read your book on Kindle. Sit there in the chair and with your electricity on, (laughs) just read a physical
1: book. Yep. Or, you know, play a board game instead of Minecraft. Get off your video game and go outside and play. Or, you know, a game of bocce ball outside. Or even a game of of cards.
0: Play play solitaire with yourself with a deck of cards instead of playing against a bot. Yep. Yep. Anyway, thanks for joining us on this week's Fight with Tech Rage. It was definitely a
1: doozy. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or become a Patreon member for special perks and bonus content. For a complete list of products, services,
0: or other content mentioned in today's podcast, visit the links page on our website. For a sneak peek of next week's walk into topic, click on the Instagram
1: icon to follow us. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. For two redheads walk into a podcast. The Two Redheads
0: podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience.
1: At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received in exchange for providing reviews of these products, please contact support at two 2RedheadswalkIntoapodcast.com.
0: We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.